You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, this is Sherry Richards. And this is Karen Kalmstan. And welcome to Inspired Good Fat Life, where we explore what it takes to live a modern, healthy life and so much more. Hey, Sherry. Here we are again. Here we are. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good, good. Loving the new do, Sherry. Ew. <laughs> you look well, beautiful. Thanks. thanks for pointing it out, Karen. <laughs> um, so we are really excited about our show today. We've got um, a great guest, um, June Wilson, who we'll introduce in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, we have a little treat, a little video, right, to just start us <laughs> off you. with a good uh, some good energy right? for this show. Yes, right. I love okay. this video. Yeah. yeah. It went viral. All right. So just uh, as all the teachers are getting ready for back to school, right? Yeah. yeah. At, all right. Yeah. <laughs> teachers are getting ready right. back, you know, go back to school. Going back to school. Falls coming. Yeah. So this is a little song out. about, um, you know, just life in general and just to make you feel good. Yeah. All right. As much of the world continues on in isolation, people working from home, they're trying to figure out things to do with their family, uh, things to figure out how to pass the time. Yeah. Lindsay and Kels, a lot of teachers have been going online and coaches trying to trying to help out their students and, and their athletes. Um, this one teacher in particular, music teacher, I thought was phenomenal. Not only did she pick up an instrument and decide to help out her student and spread some joy, but she wrote a song and as inspiration she was going to share what she's been going through and how it makes her feel while she's in isolation. Have a look. So as some of you guys might know, I'm a music teacher, and I found that one of the best ways that I can process the whole transition to online learning and teaching is to write a song. So I wrote a song. I'd like to share that with you guys now. Here we go. No, that cracks me up. I've written similar songs. It's hard to spell that. It really is. Yeah, so, I'm sure we all can relate to yeah, that. Yeah, so can we all relate <laughs> yeah. to that, right? And so I just, you know, it's uh, humor is a part of getting through the day, and mm-hmm. it releases all these good endorphins. So, so anyway, so that'd be a great way to start our. our <laughs> yeah, our that was fantastic. Off. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So anyway, so do you have any things that um, have happened this week that kind of maybe? Our result to some of the guests that we had on and insights or changes? Well, I'm very excited to announce. Hopefully in the next few weeks we'll have a theme song by Wally Pleasant, right? Oh, we were right. talked about last week how each guest has um affected us in a positive way. And so we thought who better, you know, to write our theme song but Wally. So uh, you guys watch out for that and listen for that. So hopefully it'll be uh have a couple more words than just screaming. <laughs> But that was an option. We did give him that option. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about that. So that's great. Well, so what I wanted, you? I, yeah, I wanted to, to cycle back. Every guest that we've had has uh, seriously changed my life in some way. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say that I just feel really um, blessed and excited about that. And one of the things I'm noticing, you know, after uh, Sharon McGill was on, from the Betty Brigade mm-hmm. after, you know, the clutter. So I've really been going around my house and getting a sense of, what's clutter and what's 
just me, mm-hmm. the way I like to live. And it's been incredibly liberating. Yeah. Um, you know, just mindful. It's like, who, what's, who, who am I, who am, whose eyes am I looking at this pile as, as a neighbor walking into my house, oh. you know, as my husband, as mm-hmm. me, as my mother. I mean, and so yeah. it's been, I'm looking at, I'm finding that I'm looking at everything from a whole different perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's been, incredibly liberating and it's really shifting a lot of things and i'm getting so much more comfortable with around that um you know we talk about wanting to have those moments that we feel good about right right and getting rid of those moments that just make you want to um you know where you it brings you down exactly so i'm finding that going through that thoughtful process in my home is producing a lot more of those moments where i feel good rather than oh i need to do something about that that's fantastic. I think what you did there is you self-reflected, right? Not I only, did reflect, not only yeah. Are the past guests affecting you, but our future guests, our current guests, our present guests. Absolutely. <laughs> Great segue, Karen. Yeah. And you. so we um we have some really big cele- celebrations today, right? We sure so do. um we have a guest with us and her name is June Wilson and welcome June. Oh, thanks for so having me. I know this is always a little <laughs> awkward to talk about, you know, to hear talk about, but um June's from Long Island, New York, and she grew up with the love of the sea and all the creatures that dwell within. Uh, Since departing the island, she calls Michigan her home with her husband and son, their three dogs, and a 300-gallon reef aquarium. I can't imagine. (laughs) I must be stunning, but I can't imagine what it is to take care of that. So, um, and she's a certified research administrator and she works with some of the most brilliant physicians in the world, which was really exciting to yes. hear about. We were talking about that a little bit earlier. So June has a passion for world travel and immerses herself into whatever she is going and whatever, wherever she's going and whatever she's doing, but she's staying home now, right? And, I am. And yeah, so I like everybody else. <laughs> and, and she's currently working um, on a path to yoga instructor cert- certification. So, um, and then she plans to extend the, her knowledge via its, its sister science to Ayurveda. So that is so exciting. And the other side of that she's a cover is girl. she's a now cover she's girl. 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 For, yeah. I don't know if you guys can see this, but we Fantastic. just have a brand new issue of Good Fat Life magazine. Up, you want to hold yours up just right. so everyone gets to so see it. So it's... Um, <laughs> It's it's it was really exciting and this is our beautiful model June here and well I have there's two other models <laughs> oh, yeah. in this as yes. well notice right? my ankles yeah. notice my ankles yeah. <laughs> behind in our in our in our your yeah. manicure right so that's hysterical but we are just thrilled with this issue um, we're thrilled with all issues but this issue we're just really thrilled with it just is about. Um, Started out as improv is the was the mm-hmm. initial topic, and then we, I just found that with so many people during this COVID are um, dealing with reflection. Mm-hmm. So that Absolutely. said, so welcome June. Oh, yeah, yeah. Welcome. I'm, I'm hey, so girl. excited <laughs> to be on. I've never dreamed of doing anything like this. Um, so thank you so much. I'm well, very grateful. You. So good. So why don't you um, just you know. Start, you know, give us a, a little glimpse of what your article was about and sure. what motivated you to write this. So, you know, Karen approached me a few weeks before and she said, will you write this article? Can you can you talk about how you came to Michigan and <laughs> why you're here? And so, I, you know, it, it, it was coming up upon the 4th of July 
And that's a really big time of year for me. I mean, it's, it's a big time for everybody in the country. But for me, it was a time where 15 years ago, I had to reflect and I had to stop and think, is this the life I want to leave? So I, I was living on Long Island. Uh, it's like a peninsula, really, uh, off of New York. Mm-hmm. And I was in a different relationship. It was a different time of my life. I was much younger. I mean, it's always subjective, right? You go through so much time and you reflect, well, you know, do if I knew now what I knew then or those types of things. So I had met a, a man, my, my current husband. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, Karen loves this story, yeah, right? Yeah. It's such a meet cute story. It really is. Very I'm, I'm glad somebody appreciates it. But, yeah. you know, I, I do look back on it and I go, wow, I can't believe I did that. So I was in another relationship and I, I met him through the Reef Aquarium industry, through the hobby. And so I don't know how far back, you know, we'll take it, right. but... Mm-hmm. um. I went to a convention and I had gone by myself and I met my husband, my now husband, and I just thought, you know, do I want to continue to lead this life that I have currently going on? Is it what I was meant to be? And, you know, wasn't. It's not not where I, I – so many people – and I still keep in contact with a lot of people from that still live on the island I went to school with – but they never really left. And mm-hmm. I think you have to leave. You have to get outside your comfort zone to be able to reflect on, wow, am, am I doing what I should be doing or should I move ahead? Right. Am I doing Am I doing because this is what I know to do? Right. I don't know anything else. Yeah. You get so or, comfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or am I choosing this because it's exactly where I want to be? Right. Right. There's a very difference. Right. There's a right. big yeah. difference yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he so, he took this drive out. I, got, I met him in Chicago. He was from Michigan. I flew back to New York. He came back to Michigan. And we just kept in touch. And then within a week, I just <laughs> left <was> everything. <laughs> I left everything behind. My parents freaked out. My the other person I was in the relationship, his family freaked out. But, you know, it was just meant to be. And I can remember going over the bridges, leaving New York, and it was – the fireworks were going off. It was almost like a sign like a, uh, from yep. the universe. Like, this is what you were meant to do. Wow. And then I, you know – No wonder yeah. 4th of July is yeah. the day, right? <laughs> so yeah. really, right? My liberation so. day, I feel, is the 5th of July because the, that was the day that I woke up in Michigan. In like, Michigan. I left on the 4th, woke up here on the 5th. Got oh, it. Wow. wow. That's exciting. And you know what? There, It was signs. There's, there is signs all around you. I love that. Really, if you look for them, there really are. Yeah. There are signs all around you to tell you you're on the right path. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So now here I am 15 years later living in Michigan mm-hmm. trying to get rid of my Long Island accent. <laughs> it comes through at certain times, yeah. especially when I've had a few drinks. Yeah. People will tell me right, if I get really angry. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about your mom? <laughs> talking about my parents. Yeah. When I go visit them, they've yeah. retired to Florida. Mm-hmm. But when I visit them, I spend enough time around them or my cousin who are down there. It's, oh, that accent comes back. Yeah. <laughs> my husband's from Jersey City. And so I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. When we get back to the East Coast, it just comes right back. It mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. take – I mean, but so, really anywhere, I right. feel like – I feel like when you have an accent and then you start to travel to other places, you tend to pick up those accents. Mm-hmm. So I had spent a week or so in Vancouver a few years ago, and then I went to go visit my girlfriend in Washington State. And she says – and, you know, the Canadians have a certain right. way they say things. And she says, wait, do Michiganders speak like Canadians? And yeah. I said, well, it depends on how close to the border you get. <laughs> but I did yeah. just spend a week in Vancouver. So, yeah. Yeah, so the fun. story – so – well, so what, what are some other times, Karen, what's sometimes in your life where you've 
do you, uh, where you've reflected and when you've, when you've used it to kind of, and how you, how have you used it? Well, uh, I would say right now, definitely during the, you know, since the COVID, um, I have to reflect almost in every minute and just keep reminding myself of what's important to us, um, with my kids and our safety and our welfare and just sort of stay true to, uh, what's important to us, um, love, kindness, safety, creativity, um, and so really every day I have the opportunity to, to do that right now. And um, I feel like if it's if it's whatever I'm doing, if it's not adding to that, I don't want to do that anymore because I think the COVID is really reminding me that life is super short and we don't know when we're going to see other people and we don't know how long our health is going to last. And we there's um in, there's unsurety in every second. So really, I've been able to just sort of live in reflection. And it's kind of wonderful. No, that that's true. I've noticed myself as well that um, it's it's a daily, if not an hourly, mm-hmm. process to reflect. It's like okay, especially when something comes up that's different than or pushes us out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that align with the things that I care about, no one care about, and the bigger pictures? Right. And and also, you know, this time of if if you read history, times like these are when People make lots of changes, mm-hmm. significant changes, because it forces us. Our distractiveness mm-hmm. is not there. Right. 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 So I think that's one of the things I've really kind of reflected on is how easy in our pre-COVID life it was to be distracted all the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there aren't those same kind of distractions. And so it it provides an opportunity to reflect and, mm-hmm. and then also create. We can't we can't move forward. Um, unless we have some intention around where it is, what we want it, where we're wanting to go. Yeah. Right. So you f- reflect on what you care about and what's important and, yeah. and maybe what you want to change or do different as in, right. as June did. Right. Yeah. And then that's, so with the whole COVID situation, so I work for a big 10 institution and we were forced to work from home and I've always had this, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love seeing my colleagues sure. that in office interaction mm-hmm. can't be replaced However, I have a commute, (laughs) a long commute, and the winters are terrible here. And that cuts into time with my family, the going and the coming to work. And so when we were forced to work from home, I thought, oh, well, maybe this isn't such a bad thing. I have all this – I don't want to call it extra time, but in a way it is extra time because I can get up in the morning. I don't have to rush. I can get my coffee. I can sit down at my computer. I can – read the New York Times or so, and then get right into work. I don't have a 30-minute commute or 40-minute commute, depending on the weather. I can sit down and, and enjoy my life. I work so hard for the home that I have, for the family that I have. And now I can actually enjoy that while still serving the population the of physicians doing what I do. Doing what you do, right. Yeah. So it's an interesting um, – and then, but that also becomes an attitude, right? So mm-hmm. you're making a choice to make it work for you, right? Because you're choosing that, right? <clears throat> yeah. And there are so many people that I've interacted with over the course of these many months, and they say, "I can't wait to get back into the office. I hate this." Mm-hmm. Well, but but are you reflecting on why you hate it? Why do you hate it? Is it like one person I had talked to? It took them. It took a chair. They couldn't figure out why they didn't like working at I – mean, I don't know if they're still working at their dining room table. Right. They were working at the dining room table and they didn't know why they hated it so much. And then they found a chair 
in their garage while they were cleaning it out. And now it's totally changed their perspective. And their garage is clean. And yeah. the garage is clean. Right? Right? Right. Right. podcast, I'm guessing. Right. Yeah. Right. And they thought, so, wow. That's awesome. You know, I can, I, I'm yeah. sitting. I'm comfortable. And this works for me. So I think now it's those little things reflecting on why. Right. And why does this not work? Or how can it work for me? Right. I mean, that's a great, uh, great flip to that. Um, it's, you know, we talk about in the magazine, this is the yes and, mm-hmm. right? It's like, okay, yes, and I'm working at home. Yes. And reflect, yeah. if you will, what's not working mm-hmm. right? or how can I make this work? Just like I was saying with the, the clutter issue, um, I've, I, it gave me that interview gave me um, some things to reflect on. Mm-hmm. What am I really what am I really thinking when I'm looking at this pile or whatever? Yeah. Who's whose voices in my head? Exactly. And and so it was mind boggling in a way. It's like, yeah. oh, my gosh, this makes it so so simple. Yeah. That kind of um, reminds me of me too. another reflection is that I've been really reflecting about the people in my life. And I had read something that said the f- the five people in your life you hang out with the most, you become the median of those people. And I think oh, we've right. talked about this before. So, June, I was just wondering if you could tell us about the people in your life. Like, for instance, your husband, mm-hmm. um, who sort of uh, you probably were thinking about leaving when you met him. But he really was the catalyst to say, hey, let's go, June. And just like today, we're like, hey, be on the podcast. So can you talk about like the people that show up in your life that help you sort of reflect on what you want? Because I do think there is signs everywhere. If you look for them, mm-hmm. it's in the people around you too, right? right. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah, so I mean, my husband is, you know, from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, he's right there, always supportive, always somebody I can bounce an idea off of. Mm-hmm. I'm very reliant on him. Whether he likes to think that or not, <laughs> right, right. I would go crazy if I didn't have him. Mm-hmm. Um, my son, mm-hmm. who will be a teenager in October, <laughs> yeah. so you know, send help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and and you know, and then taking it a step further, you know, my my colleagues, I find like I rely on them. Not a week goes by or a day goes by that I I don't talk to one of them. Even this morning, even though I'm I'm off today. I'm texting them. They are mm-hmm. the center of my universe. That's fantastic. Uh, and even my former supervisors, one in particular, um, shout out to Giselle because she's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was the one actually before she left working with us that had said, you know, you really need a work-life balance because as a working mother, I mean, any working parent should have that work-life balance. And so she was the one that really made me feel like I, I can do this. This so, is possible. So, and to that point, it's that work-life balance is going to be different for everybody. It is. Right? And mm-hmm. it's, I think that's important to sit back. And we, and we just don't do it. We're not trained um, to to step back and mm-hmm. say, what do I really want? Mm-hmm. You know, is it important mm-hmm. to me to have dinner on the table and a family dinner every night? Or or if we can't do that, um, to have the time that we do X, Y, and Z. You know, what do those things look yeah. like? Because right? yeah. we, we just don't – they're kind of out there, mm-hmm. but yet we don't take the time to really kind of reflect on yeah. it. And I think this COVID has given us that time right. without mm-hmm. it. I mean, I've never had so much time – Especially in those first few weeks mm-hmm. to really go, well, if, if this is the end of the world, <laughs> right. what do I really want? What's yeah. going right. to make me happy or right. my, help make my family happy? Yeah. Right. It's You're right. It is. Yeah. So the time, time is different now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I have a question for both of you. How have you guys found 
um, just I feel like in society now, um, people always know what they don't want, right? They always think of it as a sort of in a negative connotation mm-hmm. rather than what I do want. And have you have you found that in your life? Have you ever thought negatively, like what 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 do I not want? And then things seem sort of negative and dark. But then you start thinking about well, really what do I want? And I guess the question for you guys is why why do why do we as Americans sort of come at it as what we don't want rather than we what we want? And how can we help people around us sort of get to that? Which you sort of spoke to a little bit, but. Um, Who's helped you like kind of get to where is it all been self-reflection to realize it's got to be a positive thing or some days easier than others? I mean, I think at first, you know, people can anybody can tell you whatever they want, right? You're mm-hmm. going to get unsolicited advice from anybody and everybody. Right. But I think you do have to look inside because I can tell anybody all day long you're eating wrong, you're not exercising enough or whatever, you know, you're mm-hmm. thinking negatively. But it's going to go in one ear and out the other. You have to internalize it and think, well, really, what what do I need? And I think at this point in time, people are given more, hopefully, given more time to think about that. Because when things are busy pre-COVID, it's going, 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 moving, moving. Mm-hmm. And it's quick decisions, not maybe self-reflecting but, on mm-hmm. what what's really going to work. Not here. a deeper decision. Yeah. Although one of the things I was reading um, – Oh, I don't remember. Somewhere it was the Happiness Institute of some somewhere in the world, and one of the things that they found is that people don't know how to be happy mm-hmm. uh, because we're so busy doing, doing, doing that yeah. we, if when asked what do I want, the majority of the population can't answer that. Mm-hmm. And so, if you flip it on its head and say, "Okay, what don't you want?" Mm-hmm. that can be an easier an easier question to answer, but it takes time, mm-hmm. right? And so it's and it's a discipline. It's like, okay, if I don't really know how to articulate what I want because I really don't know, what don't I want? And then you can move through how does – well, I know I don't want a commute in the winter, mm-hmm. right? So how do I okay. get to that? So how right. do I get to what I want? And it might be that you have to go through what you don't want to get to what you do want. Mm-hmm. So it can be a process. Mm-hmm. And, and I think mm-hmm. it's um, – we have an opportunity now to be able to maybe go through that that um, that process. And, and it's really important to write it down because, you know, writing engages mm-hmm. your brain and mm-hmm. your chemicals in your body in ways right. differently. So yeah. um, it, it's um, – yeah. And that's – so I was ta- – I signed up for this online yoga studio. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. And, <laughs> yeah. I did this like a month or so ago because I follow the specific instructor okay. on YouTube. I have for years. And she opens up her studio twice a year and you have to pay to get, you know. Right. And it's great, right? And she does all of these. She's going through the chakras and you have a lot of reflective workbooks that you're supposed to. There's Zoom calls and that kind of thing. And so one of them last month was SMART goals. And, okay. And we've talked about this in the office, right? right. Set your SMART goals for work. So go through yeah. what the smart yeah, goals what are. are. And smart so, goals in yoga. So, so, so for – I mean you can do it for anything. Right. But it's really you have to reflect on what do you want to accomplish. And they can be very broad or they can be very specific. But you have to work your way through them. And so some people came in and said, I don't know what I want. And she, the instructor said just – or the studio owner, just just write, write something down. What, what do you want? What do you not want? What are you looking to fix in your life? 
And so over, so I had these very broad things I had written down. And one of them was, so my initial goal was to go to India to complete my yoga teacher training. That's what I wanted to do, right? It would be a month away. Well, that's certainly not happening right now. (laughs) Right. So I thought, well, what can I do to get around that? And it's a lot of meditation. It's, it's so, so really going, all the other people you've had on the show, like I've listened to all of these and I'm like, oh, I'm taking something from that. Oh, I'm taking some. And it's very helpful. Oh, great. So now I had to meditate on what do I really want out of these SMART goals? And the training was one of them. And people within the group said, well, you know, I want to do yoga teacher training too, but how do we accomplish this right now with COVID? Because we can't do in-person classes. Right. Mm-hmm. And somebody had done a lot of the work up front and said, well, here are these online studios that you can do, you know, Zooms and all this and all the reading and go at your own pace. And that's that's what I signed up for. So here and there throughout my day when I find a half an hour or an hour, I you just can do that. go in and do it. And it's online. It's probably how our kids are going to transition to <laughs> yeah, virtual yeah, learning. Sure. And yeah. I think if somebody can get a master's degree or a PhD online, why can't I get a yoga, yoga teacher certification? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's important. And that's um, one of I, – I read Seth Godin's blog every day or comes in and, and in the last couple of days it was we all get the same 24 hours, mm-hmm. right? And And it was – poignant in the sense he said that how many of us and and maybe I'm mixing a couple of them we all get the same 24 hours and we have all these new ways to save time Mm -hmm. and we have more time and some people are going to go to yoga certification right and Mm -hmm. some people are going to watch more Netflix yeah right right. binge it up right (laughs) but the other but the other side of that is but then there's that other sense that so maybe some just use this as an example so maybe somebody has always wanted to go to yoga certification um, training or writing a book or whatever it is, but they haven't taken the initiative to do it. And so then they're jealous and angry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you did mm-hmm. it. Right. right. And so that can become a whole nother conversation mm-hmm. um, when it's really – we get to choose. Yeah. Again, you know, we get yeah. to choose. Yeah. And so it kind of goes back to reflecting on what is it that I want to do with the time that I have and and mm-hmm. create. And I always had this thing where I'm going to – I would use birthdays, right, as a milestone. Well, I'm going to turn 25 anyway, so I want to have my master's done, you know, when I'm 25. Right. Well, I'm going to do thir- turn 30 anyway, so I want to be to have this happen because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's going to come whether right? – yeah. That's what a teacher used to always say to me. She's like, yeah. what are you going to be doing anyway? And yeah. Like, oh, that doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, you got to do yeah. something. Yeah. So yeah. It's, you get to choose. So it's an interesting – um, and I think, you know, I, and I love like the, the magazine. I mean, how many of all of us mm-hmm. have done those things where we've stepped into something not really knowing what the hell we're doing, yeah. Yeah. what right. the heck we're doing, yeah. but we just said, I have to do it. Yes. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. to try. Right? Yeah. I you have don't to try. try. You, you don't know. You, know yeah. you left Long Island. Yeah. Um, so um, I started a magazine. You created a podcast, Karen. And so it's. It, and it's fun. I mean, mm-hmm. looking back, oh my gosh, so I wouldn't have fun. done any right. Right? Would yeah. you have done anything different? No, not at all. And again, it's um, it kind of cycles back to all the things we've been talking about, like the great friends around you, and all the things that I really wanted that I self reflect on, self reflected on, um, are coming true because I realized what I wanted, and I wanted to ask June if um, you 
if, if you found through your self-reflection that you're judging other people less? And is that freeing for you if you are? So it's interesting you you bring this up because I've been reading as part of my training the the yoga sutras. Mm-hmm. And they, they talk about that. That's one of the things that you you can't look at other people. It's it's it hinders your path to enlightenment mm-hmm. if you're judging other people. So I'm certainly, especially now that I've been going through the training, I have to think why how is this benefiting me? Looking at certain people and, and judging them, well, why are they doing this? And that's the wrong thing to do. It's it's not for me to mm-hmm. say that. To say, right. I mean, it, just in general, like even before I was taking right. the training, I should be saying that. But I guess it's because I, I look at myself and think, well, I I wouldn't be doing that. Why are they doing that? And I see it as a self-reflection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Great you know, point. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, I, I choose to be pescatarian for certain reasons. Because of my parents, <laughs> right? But and then I, I shouldn't be judging them or others for not being mm-hmm. that, right? So it's it's an internal struggle, mm-hmm. I think, all the time to say why. It's a, I have to have a conversation with myself along the with those thoughts. Why why am I judging? But what a what a beautiful way to reflect, exactly. right? And yeah. so by going through this, you're creating. Um, you're creating the process within yourself, a mm-hmm. self-reflection, as Karen said, yeah. that uh, it's a, to to notice because we do so much stuff unconsciously, right? right. So mm-hmm. somebody says something or does something and mm-hmm. you go, Ring. Mm-hmm. And, and then you go, well, wait a minute. When I do that, that's a, I want to reflect on that. Mm-hmm. What's that about? Yeah. And to your yeah. point, mm-hmm. what is this doing for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's this adding to? Yeah. I love that. And that's two, awesome. Two things that I have learned. Um, so one is anything that's in your environment that you're experiencing really truly is a reflection of yourself. The people, every choice you've made is really about who, who you are and a choice you've made for yourself. So that really is a reflection. And then also um, – I read something that said, let the sleepers sleep. And that really sort of freed me up because I felt like, oh, maybe I'm more enlightened, which is so silly right now. Just say that out loud. Like, I'm not more enlightened than anybody else, right? Like, we're all doing, we have to call it all good. We're all moving towards our higher selves, whether we're binging Netflix or we're in yoga or whatever we're doing. So when I heard that, let the sleepers sleep, I'm like, it's not my responsibility to get Mm -hmm. the sleepers off the couch. They need their rest Mm -hmm. and then they can self-reflect. And certainly I'm, you know, I'm not a guru i have you know i have no it's not my place to tell anybody anything i have to turn inward and i've also noticed that um when i have questions or i'm really sort of in a crisis of confidence i noticed in the past i always wanted to ask outward and now i'm starting to think no i have to ask inward have you found that have you found that cherry like um totally yeah Mm -hmm. totally I, i mean and i'll just use it very Quick, a personal example, when the magazine came out, right? Mm-hmm. And so I took them and dropped them on your house and and then to Linda, the photographer, because I was so excited about it. And, and I didn't hear from anybody. And it was just like, you know, this yeah. part of me just felt like major <laughs> failure. Like, and, and, th- but then I was like, wait a minute, you are looking for outward, outward signs of validation that this is good. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, it's a, it's a silly little thing, but we do that all day long. Mm-hmm. And, and the minute I recognize that, 
it, it was a reflection. It's like, mm-hmm. what is it I'm really looking for here? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was, it's, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I it's think constantly a work in progress. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And I think a great thing to do right. to people too, um, especially children is when they say, Oh, do you, what do you think about this to say back to them? Well, what do you think about it? Right. And people are so, there's almost sort of taken aback, like, cause you, I mean, I've done it in my life too. I'll be like, do you think I look fat? And I know I feel fat. I know I look fatter than, you know, and, um, and so when they say no, you know, and I, I don't believe them because I feel, you know, I feel a certain way. So I don't even really believe the answer that I got because I already know inside me how I feel. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's interesting. <laughs> <clears throat> well, it's, um, uh, this whole thing with health and wellness, I'm finding that um, a reflection has been really important for the along that way too. Mm-hmm. I've learned just again, we're stopping what we're mm-hmm. eating at home. I'm cooking everything that we've eaten except for like five meals in the last five months. Wow. And, and it's that what do I want to put in my body? Mm-hmm. And now the idea of going out is a little bit, again, is a little bit scarier in the sense of, well, now I don't know what's actually going into um, the ingredients mm-hmm. of when we go out. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, how do, how do we – so we're having conversations, you know, how do we want to navigate b- back in the world? Right. Would that be considered, June, one of the SMART goals you talked about? Like like you're a pescatarian and she talks about the health. Like that's one of the SMART goals. So everything you do when you go out, you make sure that that's something – you stick to that guidance, one of the SMART goals, like eating better. Right. Um, yeah. I mean that's the last two and a half years or so. That's the way I've I've been – I mean it, it's, it can be wearing – on my husband and my family. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what what can you eat? <laughs> yeah. Well, I can eat a lot. I'm just very mindful of what I'm eating mm-hmm. because our body it, it is a temple. Mm-hmm. What you're putting. I, I worked with a, a faculty member years ago, and he was a was a veterinary laboratory, and he used to say that he was a cheeseburger. Because that's what he ate. Oh. <laughs> so it made me really think about, oh, well, you know, he's saying that, well, he himself is just made up of cheeseburgers because that's what he eats. Well, what do I want to be made up of? <laughs> yeah. I just realized I'm a Frito corn chip. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> and it looks so different for everybody, right? right. I mean, yeah. You know, I, I might want to be full of plants and herbs and spices <laughs> and, uh, you know, and shellfish. I mean, mm-hmm. that's. That's me. Mm-hmm. It could look totally different for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And that's yeah. okay. And that's yeah. the part I think yeah. that um really coming to is it's okay. Um and, and to be okay with people's differences and you know, and 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 actually acknowledge and embrace them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. it's um and the more we do that for other people, the more we can do it for ourselves and vice versa, right? Right. I, I've, I've noticed too, um, and I've seen it in your life, June, a little bit where since you are a pescatarian, people almost like assume you're going to judge them. Like, oh, I can't order like a giant hamburger because June's going to be there. What is she going to think? That sounds delicious, I'm just <laughs> making sure that it's cooked properly. I mean, I don't, so don't get that sick. Way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I've noticed too, if you start to change and self-reflect, it makes other people sort of uneasy a little bit. 
But again, it's just their judgment rather than their self-reflection saying like, why does this make me uneasy? You know? Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How bad do that's, I want that hamburger? That's huge. Yeah. When I did start to make changes, my poor husband, like he's always going to be the brunt of it, but you know, <laughs> yeah. he'd say, oh, well, why are you doing this? And I'm thinking it has nothing to do with you, right? Mm-hmm. Reflect on it. Why, why is it exactly. making you feel the yeah. way you feel? You don't have, you can eat all the bacon you want in your Bloody Mary. I don't <laughs> care. care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, that's, um, so important to remember um, because, you know, that whole we, – we put the, the poem in here, the Marianne Williamson po- um, poem mm-hmm. about how easy it is for us to dim ourselves mm-hmm. because we don't want to offend or be sh- outshine anybody else. But that's mm-hmm. not really true. Right. Right? By us being able to be true to ourselves and allow you to be true to yourself, everybody elevates. Yeah. Right. And, and that it's a human nature. It's like, well, she's going to think I'm bad, so I'm going to have a salad. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Well, there's so many examples of that. Like, you know, the moon and the stars can both shine at the same time or just because somebody else, you hear somebody else um, get a compliment that they're beautiful doesn't doesn't mean that you're not. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's so easy to say, oh, well, if she's be- she got the compliment, then what's wrong yeah, with me? Right. right? Yeah. It's just our- so anyways, it's fascinating. Fascinating. So is there anything um, you know, want to say as we kind of like wrap up today? Well, I was going to uh, put June on the spot a little bit. Is there something you could say to our listeners that might be helpful that helped you most with self-reflection that they could take away today and maybe just maybe one little thing they could try today that helped you um, not in a judgmental way but just in a reflect- self-reflection yeah. <laughs> way? <laughs> I mean don't be so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. I think we all tend to be really hard on ourselves, especially at this time, making sure our family's needs are met, our own needs are met. You know, but – just look at yourself and say, okay, what's one thing I can do today to m- reflect on to make everything better, f- whether it's for myself or my family? I mean, you, you're looking at the big picture, but you have to turn inwards as well. Because if, you know, they say, if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, I still get, you know, the calls with the things. My kids are all grown. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember calling my parents, you know, just to, to hear that. Everything's okay. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And um, so good. Well, it was such a delight yeah, having thank you. you. Thank you you're for so having beautifully me. photogenic. Yeah, right? you That's are. Linda, oh my too, gosh. because yeah. Linda brings oh, yeah, out the Linda, best in everyone. Yeah. photographer, yes. <laughs> she um, does. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. And again, Sherry, how lucky are we, right? <laughs> Every week, I can't even believe I have to pinch myself. And thank you to Jamie, our tech guy, and to June for coming. And um, thank you to you. Yeah. So, and to you for, for saying we're going to do this. <laughs> we're we're going to do this. Yeah. So, all right. Well, go have a great week, and we'll see you next week. This has been Karen Kalmasan and Sherry Richards. Thank you for joining us on our collective today and Inspired Good Fat Life. Please join us on Facebook at Inspired Good Fat Life. Be well. Until next time.